Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored Podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a health and mindset coach for women with autoimmune disease just like you. I absolutely love helping you tap into your self-healing power, uncover the energetic side of healing, and release limiting beliefs around your body and your life. Think of this podcast as everything you wouldn't hear at your doctor's office. It's a place for empowered souls to move beyond food and heal themselves on a soul level. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now let's begin. Hi friends, welcome to day four of Turn Your Mess Into Your Message. So today was supposed to be on why the world needs you. And I was going to talk about why the world needs you. And then I had this little aha moment. I was reading my book this morning, The Great Work of Your Life. It's for a a yoga teacher training that I'm in right now. Advanced, I've been teaching for nine years, but I'm doing an advanced teacher training And I was reading this book and I had this aha moment and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk about how important it is for all of us to align with our purpose in order to heal our life. And I realized that today of all of these days that I've been chatting is especially pertinent to anyone who's struggling with chronic illness because you'll see as I talk about and I quote some people here, the potential impacts of not living in your authenticity. And I believe that when we are stuck and paralyzed and afraid and unaligned with our life's purpose, that that also contributes to chronic illness. 
And so in many ways, we have so much power and we can be empowered by this or we can stay stuck and we can stay in paralysis and we can just choose to either not go down this journey, to be blind to it, to stay where we are, stay stuck, or we can take action. We can take action. So before I totally hijack today's intended theme, <laughs> and I, I am going to start doing, going down a different path, but I do want to remind all of you that each and every one of you, the world needs you. Each and every one of you. Why? Because you're unique. You have unique magic, potential, your special potion and energy to share with the world. You are not exactly like any other person on this planet. So if you aspire to be a coach or anything in your in your life when you grow up, right? Know that whoever you're working with, whatever lives you're touching in whatever way, whether you're making them a, a natural lotion or you're coaching them on their biggest spheres, what they receive from you is always going to be different than what they receive from Monica or Sally or Lauren, okay? That it's always going to be different because you are unique. You also have something that nobody else on this planet has by being you. And you have a a life story and an experience that is unlike anybody else's that you can also speak from. And you get to share that experience in how you show up in the world. That doesn't mean you have to share everything you've ever been through, but you're seeing through that lens of what you have been through. And that also makes you different, unique, and needed in this world. And I want to say that your story is healing. Your story heals you and your story helps heal others because they see themselves in your story. So by sharing your story, there's multitude of effects that can really have a ripple effect and, and be sent downstream further and further and further. I also want to remind you that there are 7 billion people on this planet. And that there is more than enough to go around. There's more enough love. More, there's more than enough money. There's more than enough clients. There's more than enough people who need help in this world in some way. Whether you're serving them with a product or a service. There is more than enough to go around. And there are 7 billion people on this planet. So whatever your dream or your desire is. The number of lives you want to touch in your life. I just want to remind you that there's a potential of 7 billion. So even if you and me are doing the same thing or you and Lauren are doing the same thing, there's 7 billion people. Likely, we can't serve all 7 billion of them. So you get to serve however many that is in your group through your um, scope of work. There's more than enough to go around. So on day two, I asked you to share what was holding you back and what fear was coming up for you. Do you remember what you answered? Do you remember what you said? What was, what was fearful? What was coming up to the surface? Either you, maybe you've started your business and there's still fear. Totally normal. I still have fears every day. <laughs> I just work through them instead of ignoring them (laughs) and then uh or maybe it's a fear of like actually doing this in the first place or 
a fear of making it bigger, right? Sometimes we hold ourselves back because we're just afraid of actually being seen and visible to the world by the world. So I just want you to think about what you answered from day two and what was holding you back, what was bringing up fear. And I want you to listen to this quote from Thomas Merton. He said, what you fear is an indication of what you seek. What you fear is an indication of what you seek. So I'd love for you to comment in the comment box, what was it that you were afraid of? And is that also in some ways what you're seeking? I read this, I literally read this quote this morning and I was like, what? Duh, of course. Of course, what we fear is an indication of what we seek. Now, we, not, we might not seek the exact thing that we fear, but it's an indication of what we seek. So some of my fears that have, that have come up and surfaced are, I'm, I'm afraid of not living a full life. I'm not living like a long, full, like memorable fucking life. I'm also afraid of money running out. That's been a recurring money limiting belief and fear for me is that like someday it's just going to dry up or I'm not going to have enough. Like even though I have this financial abundance that I feel each month of money coming in, I'm like, oh, well, what if it, what if it stops? There's just fear of money like disappearing and running out. So are those also what I seek? I'm afraid of not living a full life. I also seek a full, vibrant, abundant life. Yup, totally spot on for me. I'm afraid of money running out. Is this an indication of what I seek? Yup, I seek financial freedom and financial abundance. It's one of my main goals. I wanna have financial freedom and abundance so that I can share my light and message with the world, support my family, support my community, give back, be of high service to women, so yes, I absolutely seek a full life and I seek a financial abundance and those are directly related and indications that come through the fears I'm also experiencing. So I want you to think about that in your own context. The thing that you said you were afraid of, is that also an indication of what you're seeking? Here's another quote I, I literally read this morning. I, I, I believe in divine timing. Do you guys believe in divine timing? I believe in divine timing and I believe that I chose to... Um, leave work today. Uh, I, I stepped away from my computer because I was feeling a little just um, stuck. That happens to me. I get stuck sometimes. I was feeling a little stuck and a little frustrated. And I, was, and I, I talked to my coach and she's like, Sarah, just go do something fun. Just go do something fun. And I'm like, that's not my, my nature is not to like go and do something fun. My nature is to keep pushing through it. And I've learned that that's not, not the best way. So I took her advice and I went and I got a pedicure. I got purple toes and I, I read this book and I'm like, this is divine timing that I chose to leave work and the plan I had for the day. I'm fixing my website and all this stuff. And I decided to get a pedicure and read this book. And here I am reading this book and these quotes are just piercing my soul. So here's the other one. It says, if you bring forth what is within you, it will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, it will destroy you. I'm just going to read that again so you guys can fully just like feel it in your body. If you bring forth what is within you, it will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, it will destroy you. 
one of the things that was within me was this business, was Autoimmune Tribe, was everything I've created around Autoimmune Tribe. And it has saved me over and oh, I feel emotional right now. I was not expecting to feel emotional about this. <sighs> this has saved me over and over and over again. Showing up and sharing my light with the world is so immensely, immensely healing for me. It's so rewarding for me. It makes me feel so powerful and so abundant and of service. <sighs> so... What was in me was this business, was this community. And it has saved me over and over and over again. Another thing that is within me is this book and this message that I'm sending, this this healing message that I'm sending through my book. And it hasn't been birthed into the world yet. Remember the second part of that quote? If you do not bring forth what is within you, it will destroy you. Well, it's eating away at me right now, you guys. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can laugh about it because I know, I know like my truth is that I'm going to get it done. But I need to create it sooner than later because it's also eating away at me right now. Because it's within me and I haven't expressed it. I haven't let it all out. I haven't fully expressed it. And so it feels, ugh, it feels heavy and stiff. And I know by just doing the thing that I think I'm probably just afraid of, honestly. I'm transparent with you guys. I think I'm just afraid of it. I'm afraid of putting something out in like a print. It's not editable like a social media post. You can't delete it. It's out there forever. It's big and it's scary. But it's also within me and I have to bring this forth or else it's going to destroy me. So I want to ask you guys some questions. To ask yourself. So this is these are our reflective questions. And this is part of your challenge for today. I want you to, to answer these questions. The first part is I want you to ask yourself, am I living fully right now? Am I living fully right now? It's okay if you don't answer yes. You don't have to feel guilty if you're not living fully. Please don't feel guilty. Please just take this as a realization of Hmm. My life doesn't feel totally full. Maybe this is a sign that something is ready to change. I'm ready to change, shift, transform in some way. The next question I want you to answer, ask yourself is, am I bringing forth everything that I can bring forth? Am I bringing forth everything that I can bring forth? Or are you holding yourself back? Are you playing small? Are you settling? Are you hiding? Are you wearing a mask? Or are you bringing forth everything that you can bring forth? I just want you to think about that. There's no right or wrong answers to any of these questions. Next question I have for you. Am I digging down into that ineffable inner treasure house that I know is in there? Am I digging down into that ineffable, I really like that word, but it's a hard one for me to say, <laughs> ineffable, I like, I really like it, I feel like I need to use that word more often. Am I digging down into that ineffable inner treasure house that I know is in there? 
AKA, are you digging deep into the magic of your, of your soul, the treasure that's within you, that zone of genius that is within you? Are you tapping into your zone of genius? Are you tapping into your zone of genius? Maybe you don't know what your zone of genius is yet. That's okay as well, but I want you to know that you have treasure inside of you. You have magic, magic within you. And if you don't, if you're not digging down and you're, if you're not bringing that to the surface, that probably means, uh, sorry, if you don't know what it is, then it means you're not bringing it out. That's what I'm trying to say. If you don't know what your magic is, what your zone of genius is, then you're probably not bringing it to the surface. There's some situations where you could be and you just don't realize it or you're in denial of it. But I want you to think about this. Are you digging down into that treasure that you know is in there? Are you tapping into your zone of genius? Because your zone of genius is, is the, the, the joy state of your body. And we know that the universe wants us to be in joy and that our purpose is joy. And if we're not in our zone of genius ever, then we're not living in joy. Next question for you is, are you living your life's calling? Some of you might find this to be an easy yes or an easy no. And others of you might feel like you want to reflect on this. Maybe in some ways you're like, yeah, I'm living my calling. In other ways, maybe not. You might be living your calling as a mom, but you also feel like you have a purpose outside of that or in addition to that that maybe you're not fulfilling. Or you might feel like it's an easy, yes, I'm totally in my life's calling. Or uh, I, I know I'm really far away from my life's calling, but I also am not sure how to get there. And then all the spectrum of in between as well could be, could be your reality. Next question. What length am I, or you, willing to go to live a life, a full life, and share your inner genius with the world? What length are you willing to go to live a full life and share your inner genius with the world? What length are you willing to go? Be honest with yourself. Are you willing to make sacrifice? Are you willing to take action in despite of, in the face of fear? What length are you willing to do to, to go to live this full life? I love, uh, this is, this is part of yoga philosophy and there's this, this, these words. And so it's Jivan Mukta, Jivan Mukta. And what this means is the soul awake in this lifetime. Not after this time, not in the afterlife or heaven or whatever you believe comes after death. Your awakening, awakening doesn't wait until then. Instead, this, this um, premise, this idea is that the soul is awake in this lifetime. And it has a name. It has a name of like the awakened soul. In this lifetime, we don't have to wait. So many of us think, oh, that's for later. That's for when I'm older. That's for when I'm more ready or I'm more prepared, or I have more money, or I look better, or I'm skinnier, or my hair is longer, or whatever that is. Your time is now. The soul awake in this lifetime. 
because this is the only, at least in this consciousness that you're experiencing right now, this is our only life that we know. So why are we waiting? Why the fuck are we waiting? The Bhagavad Gita, another yoga text, Bhagavad Gita. And it's, it's basically a big story. And uh, one of the things it talks about is that the most sublime kind of doing is really a perfect expression of authentic being. I'm going to repeat that so you can really take it in. The most sublime kind of doing is really a perfect expression of authentic being. So we're so focused on and we're so taught and conditioned to be doing. Doing, 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 taking action, this, that, the other thing. Go, 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 do, do, do. And if we're constantly doing, we can't necessarily be being. And this goes back to the, what's called the creative cycle or the intuitive process, which is be, do, have, which I've taught in some of my courses before. But what if we could do and be? So when we're in a situation in our life where we feel like we have to be doing, but it's not authentic, then it's just doing. It's just doing for the hell of doing. But if you are doing in a way that is a perfect expression of your authentic being, then we get to meld these things together and we get to be authentic in our doing versus just doing for shits and giggles to do. Does that make sense to you guys? Let me know. Give me some hearts if that makes sense because I think that's really profound. We can just do for the, for, for the fuck of it or we can do in a way that is an expression of our authenticity and being. And there's a big energetic and feeling difference there. So what about when we can't make a decision in our life? Well, we can't choose. We're like, I don't know what to do. That, that analysis paralysis, that overwhelm, like, I don't know what to do. What are the effects of that? What are the effects of not making a choice? Because sometimes we think we have to make a, a choice, but we don't always have to make a choice. Sometimes we can choose to just be in a place of indecision. Like that's the third option. We have like path A, path B, but path C is just stay where you are and don't just don't ever make the decision. So I want you to imagine walking down a path and you're walking down this beautiful path and then you get to a fork in the road and you're just totally stumped on which direction to take. You're like, do I go left or do I go right? Do I go left or do I go right? And you consult all your people and you just still can't decide, do I go left or do I go right? And maybe there's five paths in front of you. We're just going to keep it simple with a, a left and a right. So instead of, of going down path left or path right, you just plop out your folding chair and you take a seat on the folding chair right in the middle, right in the middle of the road. And you sit there in the middle. And you might sit there in the middle for the rest of your life sitting there in a place of doubt, because you didn't have the confidence to go left or to go right. What is doubt? I think that we, um, we confuse doubt. I think doubt has several meetings. One of the meetings is of doubt is skepticism, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about skepticism as in like, um, 
do I believe in that or not? I'm thinking of doubt in terms of being stuck. I love this. It says you're touching both sides of the choice or you're touching both sides of your challenge or your dilemma, your decision. So you're, you're walking down that beautiful path feeling really good and then all of a sudden you have a fork and you have left or right and it's kind of like you have one foot on the left and you have one foot on the right because, and that is like this image of doubt. This image of doubt. So you, instead of, of deciding left or right, you just open your folding chair and you take a seat. Whereas certitude or certainty is when the mind makes a choice without any misgivings as to its truth. Without any misgivings as to its truth. So certitude, this, this, this wholeness, this both feet are stepping in the same direction. They're both with you walking down the path to the right, let's say. And you're not second guessing yourself. You're not worrying. You're not doubting anymore. You're just doing it. You're taking action and you're doing as an expression of your authentic being. Which one feels better? Doubt? Folding chair? Sit there? Or both feet confidently walking along in one direction. What I want for all of you is to, if you feel like you have been living in a place of the middle of the road and you're kind of, your butt hurts from sitting on that folding chair, I want you to fold it up, stack it back away. Because the world doesn't need you sitting on a fucking folding chair in the middle of the road the rest of your life. It needs you to walk down one of those paths. It needs you a lot. If you look, you know, I don't like this is as an empath, I avoid this, but sometimes it's in front of me and I realize it's also good to not avoid things all the time. But there's pain. There's a lot of pain in the world. There's a lot of people who feel broken, who feel hurt, who feel lost and confused and hopeless. And with that, a whole array of other things. And with 7 billion people on this planet, there are a shit ton that that need support, that need community, that need a cheerleader, that need someone to hold their hand, that need someone to put their head on and cry on someone's shoulder, that need tools, that need knowledge, that need wisdom, that need your intuitive superpowers to understand themselves, their emotions and their energy on a deeper level. So the, the world needs you and it needs you to fold up your your folding chair and stack it away and it needs you to confidently with certitude walk in a direction but what i see so often is that let's call her sally at 21 years old sally graduated college because she was told she should she should go to college and that's what she was supposed to do and so she graduated graduated college with whatever degree doesn't matter And then she wasn't sure what to do next. That was her fork in the road. What do I do next? I have this degree. Now what do I do with it? And so instead of choosing A, B, C, or D, she opened up her folding chair and she plopped it down and she put her her butt on it. And now she's forgotten that she was ever even at a crossroads because this is just her new normal. She forgot that she even had a choice of A, B, C, or D, or E, or F, or G. (laughs) Like the, the possibilities are really infinite and unlimited. 
but she's forgot she even had a choice because she put that folding chair down, let's say 20 years ago, and then she just stayed there. And she thinks now that the middle of the road, that folding chair was all that was ever available to her when that is a flat out lie. All she's got to do is get off the folding chair, fold it up, stack it away and pick, choose, start something, do something. Because this is so false. It's just been conditioned into our brains. You always have a choice. As human beings, we have free will and that means we always have a choice. So what causes the paralysis that made Sally open up her folding chair and not choose of the infinite possibilities available to her? What causes that paralysis? What stops us from aligning with our soul, our soul's purpose, our soul's calling? Here's just a few that I was reading about this morning. Again, divine timing. The one is the, a fear of closing the door. What, let's use an example of this. So fear of closing the door. I can use this in my own life. I worked for an international nonprofit organization for three years. And at the time, three years felt like a lot of time. It felt like a lot of time to put into anything. <laughs> you know, I was like in my mid-20s. And it felt like I had really dedicated a lot of my time, my life, my energy, my passion to this job. And I was afraid of closing the, the door. I was afraid to leave. And that fear of closing one door in order to open the other was what caused paralysis for me. I mean, I was probably ready to quit like within six months or to a year before I actually did. But I was stuck in paralysis because I was afraid of closing the door. Because I didn't know exactly what other door I was going to open yet. Okay, so that's one thing that can hold us back. The second thing is denial of our purpose. So when we deny our purpose, sometimes we're just blind to it. You could actually be living in your purpose and just be blind to the fact that you're already living in your purpose because you haven't embraced it yet. Maybe you thought it was going to be different or look different and you're surprised on how it turned out or something, so you haven't fully embraced it. So let's say, for example, you think that your purpose... um, that you have to make a lot of money doing your purpose. Let's say that. You have to make a lot of money doing your purpose. And outside of, of trying to make all this money to feel like you're in alignment with your purpose, on your free time, you're volunteering. Let's say you volunteer at an animal shelter. And you just give and you give and you give. You go to all the adoption events and you, every time they are bringing in a dog that needs surgery or extra help or a foster home, like you're donating the money or you're opening your house up or you're going to scoop up poop and you're walking the dogs and you're loving on the dogs and you're giving them like hugs and kisses and comfort and support. Your purpose might be in loving animals, supporting and caring for animals that have been neglected, but you don't make any money doing it. And so you haven't realized that that this is actually your purpose because you thought maybe you had to make money doing it. You, and so therefore you haven't embraced it as your purpose. So that would be an example of being in denial of the purpose. You thought it had to be one thing and you haven't opened your eyes to the fact that maybe you're already doing it or that it can look a different way. Does that make sense? Let me know. Another example of that could cause us paralysis along our path is the problem of aim. The problem of aim. This is an example of like the backup dancer who wants to be Beyonce. Okay. 
or I see this, I see this in the online coaching world all the time, you guys. We, instead of what our, what our soul really wants is to be our own boss, to make our own choices and decisions and do things our own way and have time freedom, money freedom, scheduling freedom, etc. Location freedom. But we aimed a little, like two steps to the right instead of at the bullseye. We're in like the, like we're still on the board, but we're in like the second outer circle rim instead of the bullseye. And what that can look like is let's say, so first of all, I, I want to disclaimer this with, there's virtual assistants who that like, that's their soul's calling. They're so fucking good at it. They're organized. They don't have one thing that they're passionate about and like want to coach on maybe. Um, so instead they want to support other people and like lifting them up and making their lives easier or whatever reason they want to be a virtual assistant. There's other virtual assistants in the coaching world who actually have a deep, deep passion of their own. But instead of being the coach, they're, they're the virtual assistant to the coach. Or let's say you want to write the book, but you're actually the editor or the copywriter or the ghostwriter. Or let's say um, you want to be the face of a brand, but actually you're just the person that's um, doing all the research for that person to then go speak at, at their events and publicity and all of that. Okay, so you're really close to it. You're very, very close to it, but you just your aim is, is two steps off. And so you're, you, you almost feel like you are in your purpose because you're so close to it. But what you truly want is like two steps to the left. You're so close, but the aim was just a little off. And sometimes that's hard to realize because we're so close and we feel the energy of it, but we're not quite aligned with it. Okay, so here's your challenge today. I want you to share with me in the Facebook group with hashtag mess to message any aha moments that you experienced today on what might be causing you paralysis in aligning with your soul's purpose. So what aha moments came up today? What was like a, oh man, that's me. Maybe I'm sitting on the freaking folding chair. Sarah, I need to get off of this folding chair. I want to make a choice. Maybe that was your aha moment. Maybe your aha moment was that you're afraid of closing the door. Maybe your aha moment was that you're two steps off in your aim. So I want you to share your aha moment and I want you to share the answers to the questions I prompted you with, which again, I'll repeat those. Am I living fully right now? Am I bringing forth everything that I can bring forth? Am I digging down into that ineffable inner treasure house and tapping into my zone of genius that I know is there? Am I living my life's calling? And what length am I willing to go to to live a, a full life and share my inner genius with the world? What length am I willing to go to? Okay? So you'll post those in the group, hashtag mess, T-O, to message. And we have one more day, and then I'm going to pick a winner on Saturday to win the bonus when you sign up for my brand new course, Launch Your Wellness Biz. This is a 30-day experience journey that we're going through that's for lightworkers who are ready to turn their pain into their passion and profit from it because you are so worthy of that. I want you to be done saying, I don't know where to start. I don't know if I should go down path A or path B. And I want you to feel finally ready and confident to launch your business. But I also want a disclaimer here. This is not just for the woman who like is 
ju- like just hitting the ground running. This is also a beautiful framework for anyone who's six months, a year, even two years into their business, but it doesn't feel good for them to go back to the basics and create the framework for the abundance, the clarity that's ultimately going to attract your ideal clients to you, to niche down and figure out who am I as a coach and what do I offer the world? Because if you don't know that as a coach, then the people who are listening to you aren't going to understand that either. So you have to get clear on your messaging, figuring out who I am, why I'm showing up, why, like what is your why, like we talked about earlier this week, so that you can stay grounded, grounded in what it is and who you serve and why you serve and show up in the world. So if you've been waiting and waiting and you're on your freaking folding chair, fold it up and come with me, this is the course for you. I'm going to help you go from overwhelmed and paralyzed and that, that fear, that analysis paralysis to bringing in your first paycheck and then feeling so, so good. Like, can you close your eyes and imagine that you're holding your first paycheck. It might not be a paper check. It might be a PayPal notification that came in. But I had a client who recently, business coaching client, she made the first dollar in her business and it came through PayPal and she had a freaking dance party around it. She was like, fuck yes, this is so exciting. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of what's possible and available to her and to all of you. So I just want you to know that I can relate to where you are. Just two years ago, I was sitting at this computer. Actually, I have a new computer. (laughs) The old one, it's dead. It died. Its life was over. But I was sitting at my old computer and I was watching like hours and hours of YouTube videos and staying up way too late trying to figure out how to build a website, how to build an email list, like how to edit photos for Instagram, pulling my hair out over all these tech details, not getting enough sleep. And I was going, oh my God, when am I going to get my first client? How long is this going to take? What am I doing wrong? How do I make sense of this? Someone please explain this to me. And I was trying to grow my Instagram following to like full from 400 people because we all start somewhere to what it is now. I, I had this dream. I knew I could do it, but I didn't know how to get there. And so I've invested over $30,000 into my business to figure all of this out, to build this personal brand, to get over my limiting beliefs, to balance my masculine ener- and feminine energy and be able to work with the top coaches in the industry and make $10,000 months. I've taken over 10 online courses and it has been a journey and I want to be able to give this to you in an easy digestible way that is also not going to break your bank and instead give you a number that's going to stretch you but not break you. And so starting a business, it takes an investment, you guys. Like, I have to say that. Think about if you were to go start a... um, a natural skincare brick and mortar downtown wherever you live and you were going to make all these beautiful products for skin do you know how much it would cost you to rent first to lease the building then to build the infrastructure of the building and you're going to have to have a a a doormat when people walk in with their snowy boots and you're going to have to have shelving and then you're going to have to also buy insurance and security and then you're going to have to buy the computer and you're going to have to be able to have employees and and an accountant and you're going to have to put the tables out to put the skincare on not to mention the price of the product that you're also going to have to develop and all that's going to have to be invested before you even open your doors 
And the beauty, the beauty of an online business is that, yeah, you have to learn how to create the online business, but then you can hit the ground running. You don't have to pay a lease for anywhere. You can do this from your computer. Hell, you can do this from your phone. And so that's the freedom. That's the magic in this. And that's going to look different for all of us. Our dreams are all different. But I just want to put that into perspective for you. That it's going to take you tens of thousands of dollars to, if that's your dream. And you can totally do that if you're, that's your dream. But it's, it's meant to be a comparison of how small this investment is compared to starting a traditional business. It's so much smaller of an investment than starting a traditional business. So for $333, you can join me and you're going to get all of these <sighs> juicy details, you guys. Juicy details. They're going to allow you to feel confident and clear. Those are my like, main goals for you. Confident and clear. Confident and clear. And if you want to feel fucking confident and clear, come join me. Tomorrow's your last day to get your bonus of either a 30-minute strategy call with me or a social media slash Instagram audit on live video. These are high-value bonuses that are going to go away on Friday night. So take advantage, participate in the challenge, post in the Facebook group, and I'll see you tomorrow for the last day. If you have any questions about any of this, please comment below, DM me anywhere on social media. I'm always here to support you, and I want you to see, I want to see you achieve your biggest dreams your biggest desires and get off that folding chair. So let's do it.